Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Trade Show University. Another beautiful day here on campus on the university grounds in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm I'm really excited today. We've got a great topic. And today's topic, we're going to be talking a lot about event tech tools and and what's happening out there and and you know what is it that is necessary for event planners today. And I've got a just a fantastic person coming all the way from the Netherlands, Marijn van Buren. And while helping physical event professionals embrace virtual events during the pandemic, Marine realized that evaluating different platforms was taking way too much time. There must be a better way to do this. There must be a better way, right? So with Event Mender that he had created, he developed a tool to take all the guesswork out for event organizers. Eventually, Event Mender will cover everything from speaker acquisition to marketing to AV services and virtual platforms all in one central place. Sounds like a phenomenal tool. Marian, welcome to Trade Show University. It's very, very glad to have you here today. Thank you so much, Jim. It's a pleasure to getting back to university in that regards. Like it's been, it's been a while, but good to be back on, on campus. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. As I am as well, because you know, for the listeners out there, Marian and I have been connected on LinkedIn and have been consuming each other's content for quite a while. And I just have such a high regard for him and and especially seeing other people in the industry, other professionals who have been interacting with him and just praising the work that he does and, and his platform. So I I know that this is going to be a phenomenal interview and going to bring out information that is going to be useful for everybody. So let's, let's dive into uh, the event technology and the tools and what are the best tools. So I will, hopefully we will get to, to some of that. But first of all, you know, what's the need out there? Why do event organizers need to keep adding new tools? I think that's a, a very good question to start off with, especially because if you look at the industry in general, people still tend to think that technology is a big, scary thing that, yeah, if I want, do I really need it? Do I really need it? Well, actually, yes, you do. And there's <laughs> a lot of reasons for it. For me, the main one is to optimize and keep adding value and preparing yourself for the future, uh, getting future proof. As we go into the new generation entering the market, digital first, they assume you have technology everywhere. They are completely used to it. So if you want to be prepared for that, that's one reason. The other one is for you as an event professional, your processes. If you're still using an Excel sheet, although no hate to Excel, read it off <laughs> it, great tool. Probably it's time for you to find tools that can help you make that process a lot more efficient, save you yourself a lot of time which allows you to focus on actually improving the quality of your event. That's, I assume if you're an event professional, 
that's what your whole goal is create the best experience possible and therefore you need to be able to delegate or automate any processes that limit you from spending time on really improving that experience and that's where technology is one of the most essential tools you can have in your toolkit to make sure you can actually dedicate your time to a better experience for your event yeah that's got to be that's got to be the number one goal for our event organizers right is to maximize that experience for the attendees for the exhibitors for our stakeholders uh, coming to our events but I gotta, I gotta say, you know, since over the last couple of years, you know, from from the when the pandemic started, we saw an explosion of tools, phenomenal tools that that have come out, and new ones, and older tools that have morphed into things that are even more robust. How do you make that choice? So what, let's let's say, you know, what is the process? How? How should organizers, how should companies go through the process of of identifying what tools are right for them? Another great question. And here it's very important to, before you even start thinking about it, know what the actual problem is you're trying to solve. As you mentioned, there are many tools out there. And I like to talk about the shiny object syndrome, which is like the moment we see something new, we're like, oh, I need to have this. I need to implement it. But do you really need it? And that's where take a step back, look at your processes. Where do I have a problem? Where do I want to optimize? Where do I need to add a new layer that a tool could offer? Because if you know your goal at the first step, then you can really have a, a focused approach to finding the right tool for you. Just because it's a new tool that's out there doesn't mean you really need it. So think about your goals as an event professional, think about the problems you have in your process in terms of creating a better experience in terms of the needs of your audience. Where are the gaps? And if you have a clear view on those gaps and you know what you would like, then starting up to translate those needs into what kind of features would I like to have before you even start searching? Because the one of the, the, the problems or the, the mistakes that we often make is... We think we need something, so we start looking for it right away. And then we get overwhelmed with everything that's out there because everyone has a different way of, of naming things. And yeah, maybe yeah. your one keyword brings up 10 results in category A, and then you use another keyword and you get completely different results. But if you actually take that step back, you know what you want, you know what your goal is, and you can translate for yourself, like, what does it mean? What would I like? What would my, my ideal outcome be in terms of, solving this problem how would that look like what do i envision that i need and then use that as your first step into searching for tools that actually solve that problem that provide the features that you need that you had in mind then you are in charge in terms of searching for the right tool rather than you get tools that distract you from your search because you don't really know what you're looking for so always take that one step back realize where you are, what you need, and write it down. And that also gives you the possibility when you are talking to those companies to ask specific questions. Do you really do this particular thing that I am looking for in my specific use case? And that gives you the power to determine whether that tool is right for you or not. Other than that tool, they will always tell they are the right thing for you. Yes, we are the best. We can do this, at least in most cases. And that can throw you off because then maybe they don't do that one specific thing that you actually really need. But 
they do a lot of other things very well. And then you end up not having the best tool for your specific requirements, for your specific needs, just because a sales guy was able to persuade you and telling like, yeah, we're the best one, we're the newest <laughs> thing. And that can harm you in the process. Wow, you make so many great points there about you know being understanding what your goals are throughout this whole process. And that's something that I have talked a lot about and I've got an episode coming up or may have already played with a, in a goal expert about that and, and being very crystal clear and, and sticking to it. Like you said, that shiny object syndrome, I know I've fallen, <laughs> fallen prey to that many times because Oh, I need that. Oh, I need that. It's like, or do you really, you know, or is that really taking you away from your goals? Is that a nice to have instead of a need to have? And so that is uh, something that that is really, really important is being completely dialed in on what your goals are. But more importantly, and I love that you brought this up is what's the ideal outcome? Not just what yep. my goals are, but what does the outcome, what do I want the my stakeholders to experience? What is the information I need to get out of this? What is the, the overall experience that I want to have happen for my team and for my stakeholders? And so asking those very specific questions, don't be afraid. Don't let them gloss over. Well, yeah, 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 we could do that. No, make sure that you are very specific and you're getting commitments from them if that is truly something that you need. Because if you're making especially a larger investment where it's not just, oh, yeah, I'm going to click on this, it's $99 versus make, having that that one-on-one -on -one demo and investing a large, large part of your budget into one of these tools you don't want to be caught on the back end with regret and making the wrong decision. Wow. Exactly. Just, just great stuff there. And just to add on top of that, like there are many people that have worked with a couple of tools. And if you feel like, because that's what I also hear often is event professionals mentioning, I don't really know how to make that translation from what my goal is to what I actually need. And there are, first of all, many people that would love to share their knowledge. They have done it before, so don't be afraid to ask. Chat with a, a consultant, someone who is an expert in it, but also here are the tools they can really, you can really distinguish the tools that actually trying to help you versus the tools that are just there to sell. If you ask them like, this is my problem, this is my goal, what would your advice be? And listen to how they translate it for you. And obviously don't just listen to one party, talk to two or three parties. And you will see some similarities in that if they give you an honest answer. And that's where you can utilize the, you're spending time, you're investing your time in talking to them and learning about their product. But you can also get some investment back by having those parties give you input in, to further clarify what you need. And it might be that the tool you're talking to is not the right one for you, but they do have the knowledge to make that translation. So don't be afraid to ask uh, if you can't figure it out. That's uh, a tip on top of that. That's great. That's great. And would you recommend, you know, for a lot of a lot of these tools to do additional research, trying to find other users of this tool? Is that is that helpful? Absolutely. Although I'm a, a, a huge believer in trusting people, it's trust, but verify, like always make sure to double check, like people can be super honest and tell you exactly what they think their tool is doing. And they they're telling the truth from their perspective. But understanding how other people actually experienced it in 
being on the other side, not the salesperson side, but the actual user side, that might give you some insights in terms of a user that has experienced this particular issue that now knowing about that, you're like, oh, but that's an absolute no-go for me. Whilst maybe they highlight something that is absolutely incredible that the salesperson failed to mention because they're just there walking past the, the, the checkpoints in terms of what they need to highlight. But there might be a user that is like, oh, I did this event and this one particular feature really helped me out. It made me so much more efficient and I'm super happy I found it. That also helps you in making that decision process. So always look around. There are forums, there's Reddit, there's review platforms like G2. You can talk with other event professionals that have used the tool. But here again, don't be afraid to ask them, can I talk to your last client that did a similar project to mine, not just any type of client because they will just send you their their most favorite client, but someone who's actually in a similar position like you. It will obviously never be a one-on-one, -on -one, but who does the same type of event, who has the same audience breakdown, who has the same type of process. And if they're a good partner, they really are a good match for you. They will actually have those parties already. And they will be more than happy to introduce you because they know they have a great product and the person will be more than open to share about their experiences. And that's where, again, like always take that one step further and don't trust anything completely on face value. Let that be your first step in terms of informing you what could possibly be an ideal outcome and then verify with social proof, either on social media or review channels or just talking to the actual existing clients. I think that one is even more important than just taking, like if I'm going to a review website, they'll probably give me a cup of coffee for leaving a, a review somewhere. So is that the most honest opinion or versus I'm talking to someone who is actually really using it. They are a client from them. They have paid for it. They have experienced it. They have run an event with it and learn from them in a chat where you can also ask a follow-up question because a review is only a small recording of what happened and only the things that stood out to them. But if you can ask a follow-up question on top of that, that often gives you the insights that you need to determine, is this the best match for me? That's wow. That's, that's, that's great. A lot of things that I hadn't thought of previously about when reading reviews is, oh, I'd like to ask this person a question. Let's see if I can do that. And, and I think you brought something up that earlier that is so important. Make sure that that client is similar to you or yep. as close as possible because they may have been using that software in a completely different context, different industry, and, and gotten different results or looking for different features that were important to them. And you want to make sure that the review that you're getting, the person you're talking to and listening to really is as close as possible to your situation so that you, you've got that really apples to apples uh, review there exactly fan just fantastic okay i've got a, a, a question just i'm, I'm going to tap into your into your expertise of what's out there and and i'm going to lump everything into kind of two categories and you I, I want your thoughts on which way people should go or if there's a better way and one is you have a lot of all-in-one platforms out there that do a lot of different things and then you have others that are very, very specific in the, the solutions that they bring. And then people might, or businesses 
might be selecting multiple of those to work together for their event because they feel that 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 is a better way. Is there a better way to go over an all-in-one versus kind of a a la carte or pick and choose? The better way, again, it depends on that first step on your goals, on your situation and what you see the use case, this particular tool or solution is trying to solve for you. I I also have the same if I'm looking, for instance, at my my CRM system or, you know, like we're using HubSpot, for instance, because I like that it has a lot of different elements. But I do run into the limitations that not every feature is as elaborate or as specialized as I want it to be. So often I still resort to a combination of having one system that does most of it and then a few satellites that are really specialized in it a specific segment because that adds the most value to a problem I'm trying to solve. For others, the main thing to consider is the ease of integration with all the different elements of your of your business, of your events versus the quality that it brings. Because if you're going for specialized tools, that means that they all have their own, most of the time secluded or isolated system. And luckily there are tools out there like Zapier that can do a lot of parts of the integration, but it won't seamlessly integrate with each other. It will always need an extra step to make it happen. And if you want to be as efficient as possible, you need to make sure that your all the technology you're using is able to communicate with each other in one way or form, because otherwise you still have to do a lot of manual work. And it is definitely possible with the more tailored tools. But in all in one platform, it's the same platform. So it talks with each other. So it it eliminates the need for additional integration tools to help you out there. But again, it might be that it does 80% very well, but that 20% is the most important part for your business. So then you still need to add those satellite elements on top of it, like I'm doing for my own business. So then it's kind of a hybrid and in between. This really depends on both your capabilities in terms of how are you, do you have the knowledge in-house to be able to integrate all these tools with each other? Do you have the budget to make that happen? Or do you want to keep it as easy as possible, which may not result in the best quality, but in that regards does relieve you from a lot of stress in terms of having to integrate and having all these tools talking to each other. It's just one system. So it depends on you as an organizer, who you are, but also what you're trying to achieve and where you need to have the tool that is really elevated. And I know people that use only specialized tools. Um, It does require a lot of additional integration and making sure they all talk to each other, but they do have the highest quality because every tool they use has a specific purpose. They're specialized in that. They do one thing very, very well, and it does create the best experience possible. And yeah, sometimes it's worth the effort to do that extra investment, uh, sometimes you're better off just going with the basics and add those elements, those unique elements on top of it as you grow, because then you'll have, hopefully, if you're still growing, more budget to make sure to to make those investments to get to a higher standard. It's absolutely not that all-in-one platforms aren't good enough. If anything, they can do everything well. It's just not that next level of quality. So that's for you to decide, do I want to be the the, the highest standard pos- possible and make an additional investment? And it will take me a little, a little bit of extra time to make all those integrations possible. 
or do I just want to be able to provide ev everything I need, at least the basics, and save myself a lot of time in terms of integration and probably also investment in that regards. Great insights as as you you took a lot of people through a lot of the, the thought processes uh, of this, and that was my the actually the basis of my question is if you did pick uh, some of these some of these separate solutions, how do they work together? And 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 maybe asking the asking each of those uh, providers as to no. can you integrate with this with ABC that I'm using over here, I'm looking at and figuring out. You know, going back to what you said at the beginning of your goals and, and your outcomes, how important is it that I upgrade this part of my technology? How important is it? And is it worth the budget? Is it worth the investment of time and resources and things like that? Ah, outstanding stuff. <laughs> Thanks so much. So as we, as we kind of wrap up this whole discussion, give people your top one or two takeaways that you really want to make sure they leave from today's uh, discussion. I think the the one thing that keeps coming back, and although it's a little bit different of what I filled it into the questionnaire, it's like, make sure that you really know what your goals are before you actually start even deciding on whether I need a, a good tool or not. What are your pain points and map those out before you start the process, not let the tool decide where you're going, uh, but you will be the the owner of your journey and your own decisions because you know exactly what you want. That's absolutely the first. And the yeah, a lot of sub tips there as well. <laughs> but yeah, my my other one would be at, at this point, it's really don't be afraid for technology in general, but also don't be afraid to just talk and chat with other event professionals, what their experience have been, learn from others. Because if you really want the best experience for your event, you need to master this tool one way or the other. And we are an industry where everyone loves to support each other. At least that's my experience. And I'm really grateful for being in such a helpful and motivating industry. But that does mean that you shouldn't be afraid to ask your peers, uh, your colleagues, what has your experience been? What, what do you think? I have this problem. How would you solve it? Or maybe someone has already solved it. And how did they actually do it? Because that can give you some insights that just searching on Google or in the internet won't be able to provide you. It's real experience. And the same for talking to a tool, ask them about experience of their own clients. As we briefly mentioned before, like, don't be afraid to ask. We are, we are here to help each other. And if it's a good tool, they will be open to help you. If they're not, then it, that's a big red flag and you should definitely move on. So might also help you in finding that right tool. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been this has been fantastic. A lot of eye-opening stuff for me, new things to consider, and, I, and I'm sure everyone listening the same way. Now I, I need to ask you, tell us about EventMender. <laughs> well, we set out to, to help you find the right tool by giving a platform that allows you to just translate those ideas and those goals that you have in mind already for you in six very simple questions like how big is your event going to be like and based on that we narrow down all these results all these tools to only a select few that 100 match your answers to those questions and on top of that we have worked with all these platforms to get all their features on one pile 
cross out everything that's doubled and we standardize those features. So every platform on EventMender has the same wording in terms of what a feature is. And that means that you can, in one bird's eye view, directly see, oh, this platform has that feature. This platform doesn't have it. This is for me. If you had you know, gotten to your goals and you know exactly what you need, you know exactly this platform is the best for me. You can obviously filter down on them as well. But in the comparison tool, it really shows that you can very easily compare as tools side by side. You'll be able to get an indication for the pricing. We want to make it as transparent as possible, and we will keep improving on that as well for you to make a decision. So before you go on 10, 20, 100 demos, you already know these five are the best one for me because they do exactly what I needed to do. They have the features that I'm looking for. They are in my price range and save you a lot of time in doing demos that wouldn't be a good match for you either way on top of that we also help you to gather all that social proof from those platforms by integrating with both g2 captera trustpilot and people are able to leave a review on eventmender so you don't have just one source of review but you actually have multiple so you can if you don't trust g2 or you don't trust another review site there's two others that you can then still use to get the right reviews you can compare if the same review site or another review site leaves different ratings, different reviews. So you get the best idea of how people's experience has been with those platforms. And although it's an automated platform, it seems very robotic, but there are still people behind it, me included, obviously. <laughs> so we have uh, a chat where you can actually talk with a person instead of a robot. Uh, so we are able to actually answer your questions, not always as fast as a robot, but twice 10 times as good and really personalized so we're here to listen and help you it's completely free to use for event professionals if you're looking for that tool we're really here to help you be as efficient as possible and make you certain in your decision making to be sure that you have the best tool for your specific needs um, also happy to jump on a we have a currently a free consulting call going on where you can just schedule a 30 minute meeting with me directly more than happy to, to listen to your problems, to listen to your goals that you would like to achieve and help you make that translation for you. So you can then go to EventMender, quickly click in, and instead of researching weeks or months, just in a few clicks, find the best platform for your event. Wow, and a free resource to boot. That's awesome, that's awesome. So how can they find out more about it? And I believe you have a, a special offer for the listeners. Absolutely. So you can, as I mentioned, of course, have the free consulting call, but you can go to eventmender.com. And here you can, obviously, Jim will put the link in the, in the show notes. Uh, so you can click on that link. And there you can get, because you're listening today, an additional cashback on if we actually are able to help you find that specific tool so it's not just free we're actually paying you to do a better more efficient process in terms of finding that right tool for you yeah always feel free to reach out to us or to me on linkedin as well that link will be there i'm quite active as jim mentioned so happy to have a chat see how we can help you out in terms of navigating that huge environment of all these tools to only those that really match your needs Outstanding. And uh, yes, yeah, like Marine said, I'm going to drop all the links to, to EventMender and to LinkedIn and to ways that you can connect with him. 
to find out more about Event Mentor, the free tool, check that out. Great resource for, for event professionals out there. Marian, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for all this great information for getting us, giving us new ways to think about event technology and how to process that and how to pick the right, right solutions for our events. So I really, really appreciate you joining me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, looking forward to perhaps another one. And hopefully we meet in person anytime soon as well, Jim. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> so, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today and, and continue to come back here on campus each week at Trade Show U. Keep binging, keep learning, keep growing. We'll see you next time. Hey, Trade Show U family, are you looking for ways to add greater value to your exhibitors and sponsors? Eva Event Tech Hub has what you need. Eva makes it easy to add enhanced engagement tools where exhibitors and attendees can make meaningful connections. Whether it's matchmaking, appointment setting, or targeted digital ads, your exhibitors will love that you're thinking about what's important to them. Now call the team over at Eva. Their team of meeting planners and developers make your events sparkle. Check out their website over at evareg.com slash TSU. That's E-V-A-R-E-G dot com slash TSU.